Chi Chat by Chi Chart. Chi Chat by Chi Chat. Hello, how are you? We've got Sean Wood joining us today. He's a parkour athlete and a creator and also works alongside the Chi Chat brand. Tell us a little bit about your journey with energy, Sean, and your past. And hello, and thank you for joining us on Chi Chat. Well, energy, I have a lot of it. Yes, true, <laughs> true. I think that's why we get on. We're both very energetic. <laughs> yeah, I guess my story is I've had a life as a parkour athlete. And for those listeners that don't know what parkour is, if you type it into YouTube, it's kind of an urban gymnastics, sort of come out of the urbanism of the 70s and 80s in France. At its essence, it's getting from A to B in the most efficient way possible through an urban environment. As it's developed, it's become a bit more of a freestyle sport. And I was one of the first practitioners here in Australia. And I managed to make a a career out of that in my 20s. And now I'm 32. I'm over the hill. No, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> but when I was about 27, I had a motorbike accident. And that sort of was the end of that chapter as the archetype of like a professional athlete or the warrior. And to overcome that and to help my healing process, I dug deep into this holistic sort of space. And through my own healing, have experienced all types of modalities and dug deep in all sorts of directions. And over the last five years, you know, I was living as an athlete abroad and a lot of my journey was sort of as a, what I would call a nomad. And I've been back here in Newcastle for a couple of years now and have attracted some of you beautiful people into my life. And I <laughs> thank the universe for that. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how your journey looks different now after delving into places of self-inquiry and the energy space and stuff like that and how it looked in the past for you before you did that self-inquiry. Yeah, it's pretty funny actually because with a lot of my path of healing, what I've actually realised is I'm just trying to be who I was when I was a teenager. <laughs> okay. So I feel like I kind of had it right in my early childhood to mid-teens and then as life started happening and things started happening with family and all these external forces were creating what would I would now call trauma in my life that I didn't realize at the time and through my journey as a professional athlete I put a lot of pressure on myself my inner dialogue as an athlete was not re- really that good okay and it wasn't until around that period you know and it sort of all came to a climax at about 27 when I had the motorbike accident and I had a very successful career and created a really successful business but as I said my inner dialogue wasn't always great around that so it was almost the end of my chapter a hero's journey and on the other side of that after the accident and digging deeper into the self and starting to learn about the external factors that may have been contributing to me feeling certain ways I've been able to sort of learn where that came from and then through my self-inquiry learn processes and ways of understanding that to then quote-unquote heal myself and then be able to show up in the world in the way that I want to show up. That is amazing. Let's chat Chi. Join our closed Facebook group for free engagement daily at Chi Chat. So when you talk about the philosophy of parkour, you said that it came out of France and there was a real deep fundamental philosophy in the practice. Mm -hmm. I was interested to hear more about that. Yeah, so it comes from sort of like a military background. The sort of abridged version is David Bell, who's seen as the founder of the sport. His father was involved with like the Vietnam War and had a military background. So these kids that were in France at a certain time, there was a lot of immigrants coming over to France and they were building these brutalist setups, sort of mini cities just outside of Paris. And the social economic demographic there was quite poor and it was very urbanized and it was very concrete. 
And so David's dad came back from the Vietnam War and David saw him as a hero and saw the way that he used his military training and had control over his body and David wanted to be like that. And so these kids, as young kids, were just trying to replicate that and that playful spirit that they had in this urban environment. They started challenging each other and it started with small games, almost like tag that we play. And because of the nature of the environment around them, it started to become sort of jumping between little gaps and then suddenly they were jumping between buildings and David's other goal was to become a stuntman. So he created a video of the stunts that they'd learned through their childhood of play and it went online. It was a little bit before YouTube and it blew up and myself included was one of those people that saw those videos in the early days and I was young enough at the time to be impressionable enough to say I could do that too and Mm. there was... 10,000 of us around the world that saw it at the same time and out of that this global movement called parkour started and so effectively kids being kids exactly and that's yeah part of the journey as i said earlier is it's that balance especially as i've moved into my professional career over the last six seven years outside of an athlete and as i said i was probably in like this warrior archetype for a very long time where i was a professional athlete and i didn't have to take a lot of responsibility for not being a kid, but as I started to become what normal people would call an adult, where I'm curious and interested right now and where a lot of my energy sits is how to maintain my childlike nature without being childish, Mm. you know? And the more I learn about that, the more I realize that a lot of people that are around my age, they either go one or two ways. They either have that sort of Peter Pan syndrome where they never grow up or they go too hard the other way. And so it's so interesting because I'm working at an art gallery here in Newcastle now and we've got kids that we're teaching And, you know, we're trying to bring out their inner artist and let them develop their childlike nature through art. But then we run these things called boards and beers, which is adults. And every one of the adults that comes in, they've always got this story about the reason they enjoy boards and beers is because they're reconnecting with their inner artist that they used to do when they were a child. So it's like we have this gray area, this middle ground that somewhere along the way, for some reason we disconnect from the joy of creativity and art and these things that we loved as a kid and we get stuck in this real world and really i don't know where it is yet but there's this place in the middle that i think that we can live where we can take responsibility and show up in the real world and we don't have to be like children but i don't know there's something in our modern contemporary world especially in the environment that we're in right now and anxiety is so high sometimes just going and jumping and being silly (laughs) is exactly what we need, if that makes any sense. And we've talked about that in previous podcasts, even, you know, walking out into the sun when you're stressed and stuff like that. Let our chi guide you. Follow Chi Chart on Facebook and Instagram. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with Chi Chart and, you know, how it's showed up in your life in terms of energy readings and stuff that you get from your days and stuff like that yeah i'm been i'm helping out as the marketing strategy yeah and and it was actually grant's story and listening to grant talk about the app that really just like got me involved so I, i love the passion and how much energy you have around it. We've told the fountain story a couple of times. Oh, my God. By the way, what day have you got today? I'm on wealth today, but I'm supported by the day. Okay. I'm a connector. You're a connector. Yeah, we're connecting today. (laughs) Not yesterday. I've had wellbeing for Monday and Tuesday, which has been challenging. I've got a wealth day and it's telling me to promote myself. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like yours probably says that. Yeah, I mean, I use the app most mornings and it just helps me set an intention. I'm going through a lot of growth right now and especially 
after learning about how Grant uses the app, I'm the type of person, my energy, like I want things now and I want it to happen now. 100% so I'm similar. The app is definitely helping me to maybe make decisions on certain days that may result in an undesired outcome. If my energy is a little bit off that day, maybe it's a tough conversation with a partner or something like that. Like I, I will find myself opening the app a couple of times a day where, where I know that difficult conversation's coming up and I'm like, actually, maybe I won't make that phone call right True. now. I might yeah. leave it till tomorrow mm. morning. It's a really good idea as well. Like during wellbeing days to starve off that stuff that is just going to set you down three or four more pegs is a really good idea. Yeah, and, and the other one that I really enjoy because it comes up for me quite a lot is the suggestion that the app might give to maybe go for a walk this afternoon and reconnect with nature and those types of things and actually trying to follow through with that. And I'm feeling on those days when I'm being suggested to do that, if I, I actually follow through and do that, there is a, a nice, yeah, it feels connected. You it know, works. If, if I'm being asked to go and spend some time in nature today, I do that. And I, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm really glad that I did that. Mm, 100%. <laughs> so we've got your a birth date here and the time you were born. And Lisa's been doing her Chinese characters, which she does on her pad and does so her... yes, Sean, I've been looking at your chart and flow. So you're a very sensitive individual highly creative which fits with what you've been describing about what you do with parkour because that is really about channeling that creative spirit you're very much being true to yourself in doing that i'm going to read a little something which actually is it really does characterize you i'll take the little snippet which i did for mel recently out of the dr jin pay's four pillars of destiny understanding the 60 personalities book and basically he's translated this from a very ancient text and me and my colleagues my sort of class colleagues and and friends helped with the translation so this is what it says about you it says paying respect to general su chin refers to bringing peace to others and to the country success comes from helping others and you are really helping us with chi chart so we're very grateful to you but even sean's journey on helping the kids in the program that you're running absolutely yeah, yeah. Of absolutely so this day is more favorable for women right which explains the sensitivity because we were talking about china being a very patriarchal society and you'll often find that that sensitivity was not really characterized as a male quality. Things are changing now. Men are getting more in touch with their feminine selves and, and women are actually taking more control and being a lot more masculine. So that will still going to evolve. We're all gender yeah. fluid around here. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's a beautiful What's thing. cool about that? <laughs> well, it's a beautiful thing to be able to tap into that feminine energy because we have different energy flows, masculine and feminine, that exist within all of us. So basically, this day is more favourable for women who can assist in expanding a successful family and home, which refers back to the patriarchal society. General Su Chin Shu was, or Shao, was a Chinese Muslim general of the 36th Division of the National Revolutionary Army. He was appointed one of the two commanders of Kashgar in 1933. Those who are born on this day are highly motivated when it comes to studying and acquiring skills and knowledge. They are modest and respectful. As they do not rest in their pursuit of knowledge, they are known for their academic and intellectual achievements early in life. In favourable periods, they receive help from mentors and family members in their studies and apprenticeship. 
They're people of action rather than of reflection and introspection and can be rash at times. So you're telling us that the app is really helpful for you in being able to look at your day and seeing what you've got ahead and being able to assess how you should behave. Is that right? Yeah. Do you mind if we ask a couple of questions here? Sure. A lot of what you're saying does hit, but what comes up for me and what I'm really interested about, and maybe we can go there with the conversation, is obviously there's the chi energy has an intention, right? And it's not following a, a Lord of the Rings story, not Frodo that has a destiny, right? We can sway off the path a little totally. bit. When you say those things, they hit deeply as in, yeah, like I feel like that. But how can external factors get in the way there? Is that what commonly happens? Does that make sense? Well, remember when we look at Chinese astrology, you've also got the feng shui influence. So you've got the time factor. So when we look at the energies, we look at the heaven energy, which is really about your destiny chart. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's one third of your energy. Yeah. Okay. The other third is your feng shui, where you were fortunate enough to be born. So we live in Australia. How lucky are we? Okay? Absolutely, yeah. And then the other third is really about your free will and what you choose to do with it. It's also about timing because in our destiny charts, our luck cycles, they actually change every 10 years. And within that 10 years, there are five years, the energy or the elemental energy is divided. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got the changing annual energy. So every year we're going to get a changing energy. Yeah. All of those factors will contribute. And ultimately, it is your free will. It's how you choose to behave, how you take on board, let's say, the setbacks that may come your way, what you will do with those fabulous times and how you may choose to share them with other people as well. Because remember, the Chinese always say, the first thing is kindness, mm. right? I love that. The second thing is education. And then the third thing is basically your family, right? Yeah. Looking after your family is very, very important and your parents in mm. particular, which means respecting the elders. Mm. I love those values. Me too. Those I really like them. really important. And it's funny that you say that in terms of following destiny and so forth, I think one of the things we need to be mindful of is as well, you were talking about coming from a place of self-love, right? Mm. We need to be understanding as humans that we're all in the human experience and sometimes you can't help that. You know, your friends, every, everyone will be giving you advice, you're getting it from everywhere, but we're all in a human experience at the end of the day, right? Absolutely. So we're going to carry on with some palaver, aren't we? Well, you do. <laughs> You don't have to talk about us, okay? We, you're projecting. Okay, so I'm going to finish on this one, which Mel's going to really like, which is carefree yet self-centred. They stand out from the crowd. <laughs> self-centred. That'd be right. Have you checked his out his Instagram? Sean Wood. We're all friends here. Self-love is the key. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't love yourself, how can anyone else? That's absolutely true. I love we you, were talking Sean. about this, and I am so on board with that. So, basically, in a nutshell. What was that last sentence again, Lisa? Uh, I'll read the whole no, thing. No, just again. the last bit about. Was it something. Modesty? No, I think it was He's ego. Gone straight back oh, to oh. <laughs> Not the self centered one. No, the, yeah, self centered. <laughs> <laughs> was the other self well, it does say they are modest and they're highly oh, motivated. So okay. you are, all right? And it is actually important and to stand out from the crowd. Okay, you don't have to be like everybody else. You can actually, and you do stand out from the crowd. 
Sean. You Thank have you, got Lisa. integrity. Let our chi guide you. Follow Chi Chart on Facebook and Instagram. What did you think of that? Oh, that really struck my ego in the right way. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm Was it joking. just the last year? I'm joking. No, uh, that resonates. And um, I guess what what's coming up for me a lot, and this is why I have enjoyed the process of installing the app and using it and diving into this feng shui and, and learning about it, because something I've always known about myself, and this is probably where my journey is at at the moment, is... I have felt a deep intuition about these things that you're talking about for my whole life. And with the feminine energy being present in my life, I have felt connected with my gut for a lot of it. But a lot of my journey has been about, uh, I like to call the pain teacher coming in because quite often in my life, I've gone against my intuition. Mm. Mm. And there's so many times that I'd wished I'd said something out loud to someone when I was making a bad choice. Like, I know I'm making a bad choice right now (laughs) because my gut was telling me to do the other thing. So much of my journey right now is just really learning to trust myself and know that self knows where I need to go and learning and putting the procedures in place to just allow myself to go where I need to go which is why I'm here right now. That's how I ended up working with you guys with Chi Chart. Was, it was gut feelings. It's how everything significant in my life right now. And I'm in a huge process of like abundance coming into my life right now. And it, it has really just been about trusting my gut and allowing those things to come. So, yeah, it's really... But it's interesting. You talked about that destiny and that journey, but it's when you got into that natural flow, it sounds to me like you're more in touch or more in tune and you're feeling more comfortable with that journey as opposed to try and resist that journey and, and you're going with your own flow. So is that the way that it feels to you? Because that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, and absolutely. And and through the process of growing up, right, is, is this confusion. And also breaking down past conditioning, of course. Absolutely. And, and yeah. there is a huge part of that comes into my journey of just what I would call, yeah, like, childhood trauma and some of them are just not smart to minimize your own trauma but sometimes it could be anything as big as me getting beat up a lot when I was a kid because that happened because I have super blonde hair and I was quite pretty um I'd go to parties and I'd get beat up you know but then there's also things of just like my first heartbreak that have traumatized me so some significant some not as significant trying to learn that and that past conditioning and how that's contributed has been such a big part of my journey and because of those factors affecting what the parts of me, I'd call it, I like parts work, which is like an IFS system. So these parts of me that have been traumatized as a kid, taking the throne and controlling the directions that I was going has pulled me away from being able to just fully trust myself because I was feeling maybe some suffering from these things. And so doing the work around learning to love those parts and understand that they're just a part of me and then learning to just trust and, and know that I'm going in the right direction you know, I have found that through this path of healing in the last five years. And so I, I feel like for the first time in maybe my adult life, I am one comfortable with things like my body image, like things that used to come up. Like I just, I'm just happy with who I am these days. And that just allows me to be and to, to just flow. It's a tough journey to go through that whole life experience. And we all live with our demons. Do you actually sort of go back to your good times and try and focus on those now that was a habit of the past yeah and i've had some absolutely incredible experiences i've had i've lived a very fortunate life and experienced things that i'm so grateful for and at one part of my journey there was a mr attached that was attached to those times that wanted to relive them and and couldn't be present with the constant flow that was coming into me and 
not a- being able to realize that the things happening in front of me are just as incredible, but there was an attachment to them. True. And then there was an in- Mr. Anxiety for the future as well. And with the uncertainty of maybe financial stresses at that time. And, and so I, there was a version of me at one point that was pressed about the past, anxious about the future, <laughs> had good things going on in front of me. So, and just <laughs> You can never ever live in the moment. No. Well, yeah. So if you're living yeah. in the future or you're living yeah. in the past, you're not here. Exactly. So how can you be in tune with your current flow or your energy yeah. that you're feeling? And if that's a journey that you've been through and but, you are stronger in that, Oh, yeah, how lovable am I? Yeah. We did hear that earlier. Mm-hmm. And he is selfish, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that I'm... <laughs> no, it wasn't selfish. I've been selfish Sean's friend for a while. He's pretty self-centered. Okay. Okay, self-centered. they're two very different things. No, but one of the things I'm most grateful about is I'm basically like an enlightened being now and I'm only 32. No, that was a joke. <laughs> That's just it's a joke. No, is that I'm so happy... And grateful that my 20s played out the way that they they did because you know yeah i'm 32 now and you know i had a very significant event happen in my life at 27 with my motorbike accident and i i was fortunate enough to go into a path of healing at that age like sometimes these things happen things come true. At the right time. Yeah. In big trauma 30, yeah. yeah 35 40 mm. and like I've, i'm so fortunate that i have found some tools to deal with these things at what I consider quite a young age and I have a whole life just to mm. to hopefully thrive with these tools, you know, and then that comes back to there is already a little bit of a calling and which is growing all the time of service and wanting to, to give back and help other people. And, and, and that's really important, especially with your chart. You have an output chart, which means you've got to be productive. I always say, another thing I always say to my children is unless you're creating or producing, you're going to be destroying. And mm. that's usually yourself. Wow. Okay. So particularly that's fascinating. That's got- so funny that you said that because <laughs> yes. I, I, I had a conversation with a friend yesterday about that. Because if, if I am in that state of not in a connected state, I can't create. And the second that oh. I'm not able to create there is parts of me that at some point in my life have been maybe destructive, s- destructive no, self-destructive. I can be the same because yeah. that's my natural Okay, well, I feel like that might for. be my time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there, there was there was like a moment uh, over the last week where I was feeling a bit detached and, and I felt those parts coming in quite loud mm. of like, you know, I don't really drink alcohol very often and there was a part of me that wanted to just like crack open a bottle of wine and have a wine. It was very interesting because... For me, the lesson I learned from that was like at the time I, I communicated quite poorly to my friend and I was uh, acting out and saying things that weren't very nice about myself to that person. But then the next day when I woke up and realized, I was like, oh, well, actually those parts of me are, are, are calling out for my attention right now. That's where I need to spend some of my time right now and know that they're not broken but they just feel unloved like a friend if I haven't totally. been speaking to them. Totally, and you recognise Yeah, how good is that, it that's amazing. to have awareness around it? I think that's the key, isn't it? Yeah, Not absolutely. that we're always going to be perfect all the time, that we just have awareness around ourselves. Yeah. And, and so. then you do something about it. Yes. So the awareness is not enough. You yeah. actually need to go and go with your flow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if, you are, if you've got a chart that is about producing and being productive, that's what you've got to do. Yeah. You know? And you've got to also make sure, because sometimes when you are producing and putting out a lot, you can also burn yourself out. So how do you put back into yourself as well? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Chi Chat by Chi Chat. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you listen. 
Like us? Give us a five-star energy rating wherever you listen. Chi Chat by Chi Chart.